Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Nerdwatch Podcast. Finally! Finally! Thank God! Sorry we're running late tonight. We're dealing with some Facebook Live garbage. Big shout-out to Facebook Live thanks, for hanging Zuckerberg. in with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Did our live just get removed now? Anyway, yeah, it's been. Uh, anyway, Ruffy <laughs> just craps out right there. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, boom! <laughs> big shout out to all you guys that are watching on Facebook Live. Uh, big shout out to uh, Jimmy J, the man who's responsible for putting together the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, invite Jimmy J back, by the way. I invited um, him. Thank God. Oh, okay. I assume he knows. He's okay. always welcome here. Hey, so he said, uh, let's get on with the show. Let's get Well, we're, we're starting already, my friend. Here we go. Uh, big shout out, of course, to you guys for watching and listening. I uh, want to say that you guys can uh, watch us right here on Facebook Live every single week, every Tuesday night. Uh, you guys can uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdwatch. Please like the page. Let us know what you think. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Nerdwatch Nation. Also on Instagram at the underscore nerdwatch. And you can follow us on uh, YouTube. At Nerdwatch Nation as well, and please uh, donate to our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash The Nerdwatch. Now, let me introduce my friends or my friends, compatriots, compatriots, my compods. We're more of a, we're more like Facebook friends. We're like, yeah, we're we're more like Facebook. Friends. We're like the pussycats to your Josie. Yes, yes, yes. Um, to my right, ladies and gentlemen, the comic book artist extraordinaire. Who uh, uh, he is the self-proclaimed greatest local comic book artist of all time. It is Todd I'm, Bernardi in the house. I'm second only to Shane O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> Shane O'Shaughnessy. Uh, also joining us tonight is uh, the punk rock superstar himself. To his right, the man who has a show this weekend, uh, and who it's is, actually Thursday. It's a Thursday. Thursday. It's a Thursday. Yeah, it's well, the same does, thing. Do your weekend start on Wednesday? Well, it's too? summertime, so it's a Thursday. It's it's a, it's the weekend. And then he do is you also live in Margaritaville. He's also the. Uh, He's also the horror aficionado. It's the man himself, Gannon, in the house tonight as well. Yeah, as, yeah. as you can see, Format uh, could not make it. Uh, he had some extenuating circumstances, but he'll be back next week. Um, he said something about washing his hair, I think. I think he did. Uh, so taking his place, um, trying to fill his chair but can't, uh, the comic Whoa, book henchman. That, that sounds like a put down. <laughs> no, it's it, yeah, thanks for the self esteem. It was there. more of a it was more of a joke. The fact that Format is just he's such a uh, that imposing is gentleman. Killing me. It is the one and only Swan is in the house tonight as well. And the man, the chairman of the comic book board, uh, he is what you would consider comic books Lex Luthor. Alika is in the house tonight as well. Uh, I don't want to be Lex Luthor. (laughs) Why? Isn't it being Lex Luthor cool or no? I'm the Django to his dentist. I I think that you're more of the... Yeah, you're more of the Lex Luthor at this table. I would consider myself more of the kingpin. Um, but yeah, in, in, I can't believe I'm equating myself to a Marvel anyway, character. Show. Anyway, uh, show. anyway, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get right down to it. First and foremost, let's get this out of the way. This weekend, we did the premiere for Alien Covenant, um, so we're going to be talking about that why, shortly. Why you that say, is the correct way to pronounce it. Why, you, why are you saying it weird? <laughs> because I, I only said it weird because I was going to say I was almost going to say Convent because I've been watching that Netflix documentary called The Keepers. <laughs> I've heard of that. Is it any good? <laughs> it's actually really good. It is. It's kind of a slow burn, but the evidence. You know what I actually cool. dipped into after all the hype? I just started. I finished it actually. What's that? The Serial Podcast. Isn't that great? It wasn't as great as everyone. It's like you just spent the whole season right in the middle line, and that, at the end, you're still on the middle line. You're you're still, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I like that though. I mean, it's very. It was kind it, of it was interesting, but yeah. it just it wasn't rewarding. Was it? Was uh, it a, like? What was it about? Like it was uh, unsolved. Well, lucky, well, lucky charms. It was a murder that had some. <laughs> 
interesting things. He's a serial podcast. You're a dork. I would Come listen on, to that podcast. I would if it was about Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops, and I would listen. He to could listen to it it's as a well. Podcast about General Mills, yeah. but hey. the, the host has to do it all in Count Chocula voice. <laughs> yeah, this and is a serial podcast, and I'm General Mills. <laughs> <laughs> totally hear that now. Your joke was better than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. Good, good job. Thank you, thank you. You're never funnier than usually. Thanks, I appreciate it. Wait, why? Why has nobody mentioned the Trix Rabbit yet? Uh, oh, he's the one that got murdered on the serial <laughs> podcast. That's a good it's tricks aren't for kids this anymore. This is already more captivating than whatever that other show's about. Yeah, yeah it absolutely is. Um, but uh, before we get into all the exciting and kind of sad news that we have today. Yeah. Um, we do want to let you guys know that here at 333 Dairy Road in Kahului, Maui Comics and Collectibles has an amazing assortment of comic books and collectibles and retro games that you want to take part in. Come down and check it out if you're here in Kahului Town. It's 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. It is New Comic Book Wednesday tomorrow, and today was 20% off Tuesday. And you missed it. Yeah, well, you missed it, but Todd hasn't. He's going to be picking up it. his. Yeah. Did he ever get his 30 comics? What um, I did, I got what? Oh no, no! I, I need to get my thirty-three <laughs> comics for my thirty-three. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. It's gonna be like thirty-three from the uh, bargain bin. <laughs> from the bargain. Bin. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It'll be like thirty-three copies of the same book. That's gonna. <laughs> I can't give away. <laughs> it's gonna be thirty. It's gonna be spawn number ones. That's yeah. all. It's gonna be Scarlet Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. From the nineties, like the Clone Wars. Oh, that'd be so awesome! I, I smell a clone conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, of course, you can check out Alika and the one and only Swan here at three 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 Dairy Road in Kahului. He's not the only Swan. He's not. The, he's Is the he third, not He's the third Swan. He met a family of six Swans. No. Um, the story is, I was going to go to the bathroom with my son, Swan, and this guy stopped me. He's like, did you just call your son, Swan? I'm Swan Senior. This is my son, Swan Junior. This is my other son, Swan the Third. My son, Swan the Fourth. And my grandson, Swan the Fifth. Wow. Yeah, so it was Man, really this trippy. Man, w- this might as well be the Bob Newhart show. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the most uninteresting And his brother, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. his other brother, Daryl. <laughs> That's good. Three, the Daryls back- <laughs> were my favorite part of that show. Anyway, back to the point. 333 Dairy Road, Kahalui, Alika has a wonderful oh, shop here called Maui no. Comics and Collectibles. Every single Wednesday is Full Price Comic Book Wednesday. You can pick up your new comics right here. So let's find out what's new in comics this week at Maui Comics and Collectibles. Going in alphabetical order again. Going. Uh, Action Comics 980. Why is that always number one? Because it's the first one alphabetically. Okay. Okay. Uh, All new Guardians of the Galaxy number two. Um, Is there anything new about them? uh, It's the movie crew. Okay. That's why they got to make it so that it's it's comic canon. I'm a little upset because it's not written by CM Punk. (laughs) <laughs> well, Drax. Drax, Drax yeah. was, yeah. That, that, was, I, I thought, that went, what, that 11 actually, issues? Uh-huh. No, no, 14. I, well, I 14. found out something interesting, and I never thought about it. The Drax that's in the movie is gray, but the Drax in the comic is green. Is there a significance that I'm missing? Not really. I can't tell the difference. Okay. Green paint's green. cheaper in comics. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Apparently. But here, it's not cheaper in the movie world. Gray hey, paint's cheaper in the movie world. Hair on the... Here on the Nerdwatch, we're, we're all colorblind to skin color, so we we don't. <laughs> yeah, see I was going to say, why does it matter? What, why does it, what why color does it matter to is? you I, what color his skin I is? Was were you about to call it greenwashing? I, I was. I was talking. Oh, I was speaking with a nerd, and a nerd told me that there is guardian so green. Hashtag hashtag Oscar is so green. Well, <laughs> okay. Go continuing. Ahead. Thank you. No, we Bat got two girl number eleven. Uh, Batman Beyond number eight. Batman in the Shadow number two of six. Ah. Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider number two, mm. Black Hammer number nine. That's a independent comic that's been pretty popular. Wow! Um, 
Blue Beetle number nine, uh, Detective Comics nine fifty seven. Um, let's see what else do we got here? Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme number eight. East of West, number 33. Did you say Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supremes? Yeah, and the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, I was going to say, and the Sorcerer Supremes. It's like, East what of, the, it's like a burrito East, order. <laughs> East, <laughs> or, or a band, or a group. Yeah, yeah. East of West, you would like. Oh, would I? Yeah, it's a alternative history of the continental United States. Oh, okay. Is yeah, it, and you know how G likes revisionist you know, history. Right, yeah, yeah. So Anybody you, read Howard Zen lately? Don't get me started. Anyway, moving you, on. You already started. Yeah, I do. Um, famous Monsters of Filmland magazine, if anybody... It's a good magazine. Is it cool? Okay. Uh, Ghostbusters. It's, it's been around since the 50s. Is there naked pictures in it? Uh, no, there isn't, Todd. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Full page Why? spreads of Bride of Frankenstein. Why yeah. would you ask? <laughs> That's right. Nothing sells magazines can, like a naked Elsa Lanchester you, from Bride you, of Frankenstein. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could. Uh, you could I feel draw. like you're joking, but I would want to see that. <laughs> sure Todd, you can draw your own naked pictures. I'm, Why waste your time? I'm, even uh, now, I'm just. Ask, <laughs> wow. I'm asking for a friend, Gannon. And <laughs> like, I'm not even sure if she's alive, but I she's not alive. Anything. She passed away a long time ago. I'd still wow. look at that. Wow. Ghostbusters 101, number three. Uh, Hellblazer number ten, I am Groot number one is coming out tomorrow. Oh, Big hit from Marvel. Wow, I can't believe it. How, Man, the dialogue on that. I know. Gonna I was going to tell you those comic book bubbles, yeah. baby. Those dialogue bubbles. I am Groot must be uh, exhausting to write for every single panel. Jim Henson, Power of the Dark Crystal number three of. That's 12. what we wanted to talk about as well. Uh, put that down before I forget it. The Dark Crystal reboot. I don't want to. I don't want to forget about that. It's a lab- <laughs> it's a labyrinth sequel. They're actually talking about doing a labyrinth too. No, they. they who's going to have a package like David Bowie, and then who's going to have the confidence to can wear? I, can I tell you who's Shandex in front who of? Who do you he's think? Almost dead. Who, well, who's who would be the number one guy you'd go to for a labyrinth movie? If jo- you couldn't get David Bowie, who would it be? Jonah Hill. Wrong. <laughs> Seth well, <Rogen. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would not. Okay, no wait. I got it. Don Cheadle. Close. Yes. Uh, yeah. The obvious answer. He already proved he could do the spandex in his Elba. Captain Planet right. routine. He, keep, right. he keeps referring to his package as the war machine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that's the magic of the labyrinth. Is he Thanks. never directly refers to his package, but that's all you see. Right. <laughs> nice. Magic. Okay, anyway. So you need someone who can pull that off. Yeah, anyway. Who can pull a- off his package. <laughs> pull off his war machine. Oh, I know. I know who could do it. Who? Sasha Baron Cohen. 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 He's pretty not... You know, insecure about just leaving it well, all. Yeah, out but he there. would go. He'd be he way too, too big. Far. It's Disney, so who? You, so the only <laughs> guy they, the only guy he's, you tap. He's, no, he's Jewish. He's I not mean, black. He performed it's, too big. Oh, I don't mean his anatomy. His package. You need someone who's over the top to wear that Bowie hair sure. and get weird. Anyway, what else is coming up? Okay, uh, Justice League of America number seven, Commandy Challenge number five of twelve. That's an awesome read. Um, you said. Commandy challenge. Commandy, as in Jack Kirby's Commandy. Oh, okay, it sounded stupid. like something Don't, else. Don't uh, go down that road. Todd's a child. Yes, he is. Uh, right. I could see him like ready it, to say did, something. Did, no, did don't, sound, stop! Stop! Did it sound stop like it. penis? Don't. No, stop it. Mass Effect Discovery number one. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number nineteen still going strong. Wow. Not really, kind of. That's gonna. That's mm. yeah. It's not long for this world. Uh, Mother Panic number seven. Uh, that's the young animal, which is the mimic of the Vertigo reprint. Nice. Old Guard number four. Um, Plastic number two of five. Ooh. Which has got nice art. It's an image book. It's actually been picking up in popularity as well. Yeah. Um, Rapture number one. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, Rat Queens number three. Curtis Weeb in the house. Whoop whoop. Whoop. Isn't Weeb you. coming here soon? 
Not soon. September. Oh, September. Okay. It'll be soon enough. Uh, Redneck number two. Uh, ringside number 10. That's still going on? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's, all these are independent. Yeah, sorry. Nerdwatch no, Ringside. Okay. That's our wrestling five. podcast. Um, these are all weird. Samaritan Veritas and Saucer State, both number ones. Must wow. Be okay. Some stuff touted right. Savage Dragon number 224, still going strong. Savage Dragon. The Savage Dragon. That sounds like a band as well. Seven to Eternity number six, which is a great title. It sounds like a Steel Dragon cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shaolin Cowboy, Who Will Stop the Rain, number two. Honestly, that's been a popular title amongst us as well. Shaolin Cowboy? Yeah. Really? It catches a lot of people's attention. Good art. It's, it's because of the writing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The writing. Sure? There's, there's no words in that book. Oh, good. Good. Of Star Trek, Boldly Go, number eight. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake, Funko Universe. Whoa, whoa, Why? whoa. Who Star Trek that? has a Funko art Wait a minute, wait a minute, well. wait a minute. Not, not, not to sidetrack us too much, but did everybody see the Star Trek Discovery preview? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's the, it's Seneca. I'm it's, just excited to get a new Star Trek TV show. It's Senequa Martin Green from Walking Dead, who's going to yeah. be the captain. Um, first of all, I don't know if I can get a board on this just because <laughs> a board <laughs> because you we're just to gonna have to beam you up. well first of all you hate to, to see uh female protagonists first of all, in positions my, of power my, my male chauvinism definitely yeah, precludes me that, right? from allowing to watch a, uh, a show with a female captain well get but, used to it buddy yeah, i know i know how did you do with uh, 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 com- uh captain janeway yeah Voyager. i never watched Voyager. any one of those I, I refused. Liar. I refused. But my question is, is I've that... I've seen you in a Janeway cosplay. <laughs> it's secretly <laughs> your favorite, it's isn't it? It's secretly my favorite. No, um... um I it's saw her pictures in your locker. It's ten, it picks up ten years before Kirk and and the crew, we know. This is movie canon. and Right, apparently. And they say the Klingons look different. And it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised. So I'm... Uh, I, I don't know. It's I'm It's going to definitely be better than that... What is it? The Orville show? Oh, well, the Orville, the Orville parody of Star Trek looks really good with Seth MacFarlane. No, McFarlane. it doesn't. It looks, it looks funny. It didn't elicit a single laugh from me the whole I, time. I thought it was All right. I I'm not even done with thing. the comments. I know. We're talking here. about... Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> and by the way, Jimmy J said that we carry a lot more independence than most comic stores do. Todd. Do you yeah. want to put it that Todd. way? Todd. Yeah. No, I, I, Todd Rick. I, I, if that Todd is your real name. I, I know. I think you guys are great. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I got nothing but love for you guys. Suicide Squad number eighteen, Sun Bakery number three. That's independent. Sun Bakery. Sun Bakery yeah. is actually. Is really it actually good. about a baker and a no, bakery? No, it's an anthology. Why are you getting so excited about a? I would love to see you a comic about Rolling, Rolling Dough. There's actually. <laughs> He's like donuts. There's a comic Wait, coming yes. up. There's a comic coming up called uh, Something in Vine about people who like wine. I'm like, Ooh. you know, I don't judge. But it's like I can't see myself getting into a comic about wine and, and wine then connoisseurs. It's, it becomes your favorite. Yeah, it's I, like Sideways, yeah. the comic. Sideways, <laughs> <laughs> I judge, and that sounds stupid. Anyway, um, we're getting the TMNT Mausers one six scale from um, Mondo. I'm forward to those, I think, or ne- is Mondo right? Yeah, uh, it's Mondo. TMNT Universe number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venom issue one fifty. That's the big one from Marvel. Uh, very interesting Venom news coming up crazy. here on the show. Um, What's so big about the Venom book anyway? It's issue 150. Okay, that's People it. are going to go nuts right. for it because Marvel knows. Because nobody ever thought Venom would reset many issues. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Are you you're Wonder not, Woman you're not number, joking. Wonder Woman number 23. 
I knew Venom would reach that many issues. Uh, says the man who's wearing a Venom T-shirt. I yeah. knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just knew because it was in previews two months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right. So is that is that pretty much it? That's it. That's what it. was the fun because you, you were mentioning? The fun Those fun are like oh, one-shot comic issues on IDW. They're doing like a limited release. They have a Ghostbusters, a Ninja Turtles. We have the it's just oh. one issue of all Funko. They're drawn action. in the style of the Funko. Oh, they're yeah. drawn. In, they're okay. Dr- yeah. So it's not like a Funko is coming with the comic or something. No, no, no. no, no it's no, a comic. No, no, no. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. I know. I, I, Roy is Roy, uh, going to love those. Oh, I, yeah. Roy Funko-tizes everything. Yeah. I like I like that um, Roy Chang of uh, Pepe Aloha Pepe fame. I saw the new the, that the there's a bunch of uh, new WWE ones that are coming like Chris Jericho and Iron no, Sheik. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really, really cool. They've been doing hey, a lot even of that. even wrestling and comic books is fake. <sighs> and here's the thing, Todd. Here we go. Because Todd. I totally am with you that wrestling is fake, but the fact that you say it so much even annoys me. <laughs> so. I'm going to have to answer back and go, anything that you can tangibly and visibly watch and film and reproduce in a recording <laughs> is actually real. No, it's real. Oh, it's real. Because That's it really true. happened yeah. in reality. Okay, every- I feel like if you take Just because the fighting is fake doesn't right, make right. wrestling it's fake. A, just, just remember that, that, that wrestling is real. It's people that are fake. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, I mean, if, putting a G- if you take <laughs> enjoyment in watching two grown men sweating and rubbing on each other, Which then that says do. a lot about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says the man who loves uh, uh, a man in a black sweaty suit and has ears on it, bat ears on it. You don't see him rubbing up on people. Oh, he uh, he uh, he would. I definitely... like how G's trying to defend himself right here. <laughs> he and no would... one wants help. <laughs> guys, wearing, guys wearing like thongs and stuff and rubbing on each other in the rain. <laughs> hey, that's listen. a different story. We're not going to get. No, I don't down. think it is a different. We're story. not going down this road. Here's that's what we are going to do, though. What? I'm not judging it. I'm I, just I really, saying that. I just don't you think that wrestling uh, outfits or costumes are kind of sexist? Uh, I think they're no, sexy. They're they're <laughs> definitely sexier yeah. than they are sexist. But I don't know. I, th- I well, think that there's just there's just too much. Well, when I start when I start our skin. when we start the Nerd Watch wrestling podcast, we'll have you on as a guest. And then we'll talk about the... Uh, I got we'll nothing to say about that. <laughs> we don't have him as a guest. He hosts the show. He hosts the show. I will. I will I'll, I'll host the show. I'll be, I'll he can just... serve drinks. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, come pick up any wrestling comic and or new comic book here at 333 Dairy Road. get the good ones. In Kahului. Like we have uh, this... Remember that this show is fully fan-funded, and the only sponsor we have is the great people down here at Maui Comics and Collectibles. So come, come and support them if you're in the Maui area, or even if you're not. Uh, check them out. Google them check them out uh, great comics that uh, very hard to find comic books and uh, these guys are passionate about the world of comic books and retro gaming so uh let's get back to the show shall we? and amy reminded us just while on the track of venom uh-huh. that we in august david uh-huh. michelini will be down to the store just to give a reminder oh he will yeah he'll be down to the store here yeah uh, the, uh, he, and he is no. He's going to do a signing at Macy's. No, no. I thought we were talking about he was going to be at the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Macy's, please don't steal him from. Us. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have him outside where the Salvation Army guy right, goes. Right. Okay. So, so now we know that, that in September. So when is it? Yeah, Damn, that's on in uh, August. August, and he'll be here. All we'll, right. we'll have more details as it comes uh, closer. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Now we know. Punch him in the face. You don't even know who that is, I'm sure. No, I'm just kidding. He's the writer who created Venom. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why, So that's yeah, why that's I'm saying. Important. You just gave him an out to no, act like he knew that. That's why I said I was going to punch him in the face because he created Venom. Oh. Just, yeah, wow. Yeah, sorry. Wow. It's okay. It's Making just, friends. Oh. And, <laughs> and so we have a convention organizer <laughs> watching us. And you're threatening bodily harm to a creator that could potentially go to a con. 
Hey, symbiote laws matter. Da- David, it's okay. When he throws a punch, he throws it like a wrestler. That's right. So it's, it's not. It's fake. right. It's pulled. <laughs> and he stomps the ground and expects you to react. That's right. <laughs> he does that backhanded thing where he kind of like just grazes you but makes it look really intense. Right, 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 right. It's 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 all in the it's all in the in the wrist. So anyway, uh, gents, let's get back to business, shall we? Back to the topics at hand. First off on this list, Alien Covenant this weekend. Great premiere, by the way. Thanks for uh, all of you that showed up, and uh, thanks for the nerd watch that came out to uh, support the show. Uh, thanks, You're welcome, G. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. Yeah, that was um, a ticket you guys for having better stuff. That to do. wasn't. I was just saying. Thanks for coming. Uh, Alien Covenant, the second prequel in Ridley Scott's new Alien trilogy and or possible quadrilogy. Not sure as of yet. Neither is he. Yeah, neither is he. So, Alien Covenant, gents, uh, we went to see it. Let's give a quick recap and review of what we thought of Alien Covenant. So, let's start with... um, (laughs) Let's start with Todd. (laughs) And... (laughs) And then uh, we'll move on from there. Todd, you were there in the audience yeah. watching Alien Covenant. What would you think? Uh, it just reminded me of an Aliens movie. Okay. So. Uh, is it, was it enjoyable at all for you? Or? Yeah. Interesting. You, you're very uh, you're, you're indifferent. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, before I think that, like, the gore and the violence kind of, like, is supposed to sort of... Um, Affects you in a way, but like after you've already, I mean, if you've seen the first one, sure, then you kind of know what the beats are going to be, right? And there weren't any jump scares. Uh, I think the the weirdest stuff uh, was the Prometheus stuff, not the alien stuff. I think that the alien stuff was really horrific and dark when it first came out in '79. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think gotcha. that everybody wanted that in the Prometheus movie. And then uh, Ridley Scott gave it to everybody, and everybody's like, ah, but it's not like the first one because there's still Prometheus stuff in it. Interesting. I, so I just, I kind of, and I was talking again a little bit about this before the show, but it just seems like it's suffering from this Superman Returns, Man of Steel kind of thing, where it's like, you know, everybody wanted like a Christopher Reeves movie. Right. They got the Christopher Reeves movie, mm-hmm. and they hated it. And then they got like the darker, more serious Superman, and they hated that. So I think that it's it's uh, you know it's suffering from this sort of like you know be just like the original, but don't be too like the original because we want to see something new. To be fair, I I actually enjoyed Superman Returns. My only knock against Superman Returns was the fact it was it was essentially the very first Superman redone. That's all it was. That's what it felt like, at least to me. Well, that's but, and that's what Alien Covenant felt like to me. I mean, uh-huh, it felt like, I mean, <clears throat> you've got some new, you know, stage dressing with mm-hmm. the co- with the Prometheus stuff. Not a chest burster, but a back burster. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> that's different. That's different. But it was cool, though. You got to admit, it went it out the good. other way. Yeah, yeah. it did. <laughs> and, and in the third one, it's going to come out the asshole. <laughs> hey, I mean the uh, bumhole. <laughs> I mean the Watch your language He's going to get creative It's going to come out of a knee next a time A knee, that'd be pretty cool uh, So, uh, Gannon Out of you, a urethra Gannon, <laughs> sir I, I said, I said it at the premiere like And I told everybody uh, at the premiere To listen to the Nerdwatch podcast Because since you are the horror aficionado This would be a review that you were going to do So everybody is uh, waiting patiently with Oh, are they breath. really? Uh, Are there opinions review. hinging upon what I think? I believe so. So, so I'm a tastemaker in this situation. Absolutely. Um, you know, like like Todd said, we were talking about it before we started the show, and um, it feels like Ridley Scott is straddling this weird line between 
what he wants to do story-wise, but because he learned his lesson from Prometheus, he's right. also trying to deliver on what he's, he thinks the fans want. And what you get is the move. the The strongest stuff is the movie in the movie is obviously the stuff that really I was the most interested in. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. Like the duality between David and Walter, the idea of, of creationism, the idea of um. I I think those that, are basically the main right. themes. But I mean, faith and faith. Faith. Like he he plays a lot. He plays around with a lot of that. Yeah. So when the alien stuff kind of kicks in, like he even abandons his own rules. Like yeah. the gestation period is super quick. Yeah. Um, he jumps straight into the, the traditional alien scares, and the thing that he forgot about the first alien and the second one in particular mm-hmm. is that a practical alien is far scarier than a CG one. Yeah. Because that thing is ever in the spotlight, and it's, it lacks any sense of being scary. Um, so I don't. It's fr- it's a frustrating experience because the stuff that's good is really good. Right. But the stuff that drags it back into the stuff that's bad, it, it, it kind of takes it. It takes you out. Like the last twenty minutes, kind mm-hmm. of makes you lose all sense of faith for everything else you built up before that. Yeah, I it's can just see that. like the end of every other alien. Yeah, well, yeah, and, 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 and I mean, but that's the that's ultimately the biggest fault with any alien film. At the end of the day, you're gonna end up with the same movie. You're right. People show up to a planet. One of them gets infected or whatever, and then the alien comes out that it's attacking them in a spaceship or somewhere. Right. There's only so many different ways you can do that, and I think right. really Scott's starting to figure that out, but he's right. kind of figuring it out too late. So he's still trying to tell the story while at the same time giving everybody all the stuff they want on an alien movie. Yeah, and I think that the I think. The, I think some of the bigger problems for me were... I feel bad for the guy because he does genuinely seem to have an idea of telling this story. Like, you can kind of get a sense of where he's trying to go with this. Right. But he has to deliver on a franchise at the same time. Right. And I'm, sure, that, I mean, and I'm sure that's 20th century pressure. I don't know if it's pressure from them. I think it's more pressure from the audience. Because so? people are so participatory now. Yeah, people's opinions. I mean, we're 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 guilty of that ourselves. Oh, we, yeah. we we do a podcast. People like online opinion mm-hmm. is what's pushing all these franchises it's in true. any direction. It's Trying true. to figure really out true. how to get it right. That's true. And um, and for me, the, the biggest frustration with Covenant is that it doesn't even carry on what Prometheus was saying. Yeah, uh, I that uh, I could not agree more because yeah. Prometheus is setting you up to be like, all right, we're we're trying to find answers to what's happening. That's right. abandoned from minute one. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. completely abandoned. Yeah, you I don't agree. get any payoff for that yeah. setup from the I first agree. from the first film. I think that's that, because everybody hated Prometheus, though. And I they think, hated I think Prometheus. That, and, and I, think I think that they listened and to the I like Prometheus. I, I have to well, say, well, yeah, that, but you, it's a minority. It's a minority. I think there's not enough people that like Prometheus, which is a real shame. I think it's a real shame that people don't like Prometheus because I am one of those guys that, although I was frustrated with it, it was a good frustration in the fact that I wanted to know more. It's, yeah, and in certain cases, Prometheus is a strong film for that in the same way that Alien Covenant is, too. Right. This is this is what Alien Covenant, to me, is what everybody wanted Prometheus to be. Which is, again, what Todd was saying. Yeah. yeah. People wanted something with more action. Yeah. So really, Scott's like, all right, well, I guess I got to deliver on the gore and the action. So right. he ratchets that up. Yeah. But, but he it does just, it in a modernistic kind of time where everything's all CG and big, huge set pieces. Yeah. Things like like that whole big set piece with that ship at the end where it's dangling off the sides, running up the sides. I was like, this is too big. Mm-hmm. Alien is supposed to be dark. Small. It's dark gothic horror. Right, right. You know, right. It's well, wh- when, Ri- when Ridley Scott does it, it's dark gothic and, and it should be, you know? Yeah. Even, even aliens are as action-oriented as it was. It's still, it was still, at the end of the day... Something lurking in a corner that you don't see. It was more atmospheric. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to say this. There's a couple of things that I had a problem with story-wise. I didn't think the switcheroo between Walter and David really worked because it didn't make much sense. 
Like, you know, I would assume that the crew would have known about, like, the, you know, the cut under his you chin. Kinda, you kind of saw it like, coming, though. I, they I they said the idea that he also heals. Right. And I just didn't so they should have figured it out sooner. I know. But you know what? And even the audience knows if you're if you're a pretty savvy person, which I imagine most people would be, right. you already know that a switch took place. Right. But I still feel like that's the, that's where really Scott still shows strength as a director because that reveal where he's like shh yeah. and stuff like that, it still had this reveal creepiness to it. Can I say- even though you knew, yeah. even though we as the we- audience probably knew well before she did, it's still in a way it still kind of worked. And when he when he it's cut directed it, well. He, yeah. They set it up with the foreshadowing when when. Uh, David cut his hair to make it look like the Walter. other guy, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that and and, and for me, Alien Covenant was a was. Oh, a, we just. By the way, we totally just spoiled the end of the film. We kind of did. I just realized that. Just not, I mean, they know that there's going to well, be spoilers, but well, it's not, it, it's just here's the problem with with Alien Covenant. For Alien Covenant for me was a test in frustration, the exact opposite of. Prometheus, where I wanted to know more about Prometheus, and I wanted to know more about the world that they inhabited. My biggest problem is, and maybe you guys feel the same way, does anybody feel like Ridley Scott is retconning his own sh- movie? Not at all. You don't think so? Not at all. I have a fe- I just don't, okay. Help I me. think he's retconning Prometheus. Okay, ag- I agreed, but can, okay. Because he's, again, like, he's abandoning what he's trying to set up with that. He's immediately <laughs> like, let's get rid of the engineers as quickly as possible right. and move into the alien stuff people want to see. The problem is, he still has to bring the engineers back into the story, <laughs> right. because as we know, it's an engineer that brings all those eggs back to LV-426. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, what and I'm it's not- David's eggs, which is the other part of the story, so it he's... He's painted himself into a corner where however many Aliens movies he's going to do, he now has to figure out how to get all of those things linked together to get into that right. movie. Right, and that is my biggest problem. Is that and I, I don't know if he's going to live long. How is how are we going to get from here to LV-426? Yeah. That is my biggest issue right now. I don't and know. And I don't know if he's got enough good faith to get it that far. I don't know either. And I think that for as much as I enjoyed Alien Covenant, uh, by the way, I thought that... Um, uh, uh, the the lead actress Waterston, uh, Sam Waterston's daughter. I thought she was. I thought she was okay. You know who I did enjoy in the movie, but he's not really getting any credit. Billy Crudup. Yeah, he was good. I thought because he, he's he had good, the, but he's good in everything. He, he had was, the unenviable task of being the wet blanket. He totally was, and I maybe you know what? But maybe, he performed it very well. You know what? You say that. That's so funny because I was going to say. I was very frustrated with him in the movie. Like I thought he was kind of a downer, and I was. And I just realized when you said that he is the wet blanket, and he does play it very well. He does well. play yeah, it very well. Like that, that, you know, the guy that's trying to get everybody on his side, but he has absolutely no skill whatsoever to yeah. get everybody on his I, side. I think that I think that there was such a better movie underneath everything. Yeah, I agree. That we like. I mean, like I think that when you think about what what happened in that movie, in the way that we're kind of tearing it apart. Like, I, I think that there was, there's just, I think people are so disappointed because when they watch it, there was like, oh man, and then this, they could have done this. There's so much potential with this scene that, and they just kind of threw it away because right. they, like, this is just basically, you know, fodder. Like, they, they just, they threw all that character development under the bus because uh, they just wanted to have more action right. and have more aliens yeah. killing more humans. It's a good point. He has to make his characters make well, stupid decisions just yeah. to get them to those points. Right. Because, but you get, I, yeah. mean, you, I understand mistakes and I understand you got to be human. To, you, you know, they're human and they make mistakes. And I think that that's one of the themes that not a lot of people talk about is that. Is this a case of lazy writing, Todd? No, no, no. Okay, I'm just go. saying, okay, I'm okay. just saying like you could have, you could have made it more interesting. Um, 
you could have made the human element more interesting. Right. Um, but with but the um, because that's the thing. Like I think that these these movies are trying to get across is that you're you've got somebody that's very familiar to you. You've got somebody that's very interesting or a storyline that you're familiar you, with. Yeah, it. I mean, like with the Ripley character, a lot of people can project themselves onto. Uh, that idea of survival and that be that idea of being human, right. and then you see everybody around her making mistakes, and she learns from that mistake. Right, right. And so, at the end of at the end of this movie, when she finds out that Walter is David, yeah, she didn't learn. She was. It seems like she was so busy learning from everybody else's mistake um, with the how to combat the aliens point. that she wasn't paying attention to the the cyborgs or the robots quite frankly Ripley would have figured it out she would yeah, have no, she totally, totally would have absolutely she totally would have and that's and I think that that's and I and I, I think that that's kind of like the the for me that switch was kind of the weaker even though even though the Fassbender stuff was interesting and he, mm-hmm. it was it was and he really, was great in it by the yeah, way I he was, he was yeah, great. he's really well portrayed even in Prometheus it yeah, was great I agree um, which is kind of um, what you get right away is that Ridley Scott decided to focus on him yes because yeah. he's yes. the only character that really rings true because see the only thing that happened so he really fell on Fassbender to carry the it, next one what it feels like is that we're the only way that we're getting LV426 is that we're going to know that David is in one of the well Somebody Sorry. speculating that that's actually David, right? In the in the engineer suit, but if in case you forgot, the engineer suit well, is awfully inter- big. Well, well what's interesting? <laughs> right, it is number one. It is very big. And but not to mention, he a chest burster comes out of him, out of him, and right? He's a synthetic, so he's none a synthetic. Of that makes sense, yeah, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't need. I mean, because he's a synthetic, he wouldn't need a suit. He wouldn't even need a suit. Exactly. So that part too. I don't know. So this this is a tough call. I don't for know. Me. That, I don't know. I'm just. I'm hoping. It's frustrating. It's totally frustrating. I totally get it. So but anyway, you, but again, the quality of the movie is good. Yeah, no, and you it, it, it looks that. great. It's you know, it's it's directed well. It's just from a storytelling point of view. I think really Scott's just kind of getting lost because he's he's not following his. I don't know. It's, to a certain extent, he's not following himself. He's kind of like in this one in particular. He's he, just like I agree. This is what the kids want. This is he, what the fans want. I have to find a way to make. He, Pull this in and dial this up. What, what do they it, say? It's yeah. night and day yeah. compared to Prometheus. Right, Prometheus right. is actually a lot more subtle. It doesn't. There's chest bursters, but you're not seeing it violently coming out of no, people. No, I, I you're completely not agree. It's violently coming out of people's mm-hmm. mouths and things like that. But you're seeing it in this movie only because there seemed to be a demand for it. Well, like it. you said, but you're, you're and that you're, doesn't feel like Ridley to me. Yeah, you're right on point though because what's not the, in this way. The old saying goes, "You can't serve two masters," and you're right. You got to choose which one you're going to go with, and you're going to go and you, that's the, that's the direction you I go. I think that, and I think a lot of, but I think at large, a lot of the criticism mm-hmm. on um, this movie is predicated on. The fact that, like, what happened with Prometheus and what everybody thinks the direction that they're trying to push us. Correct. So I, I, from from in, in from that perspective, right. This movie actually kind of, I mean, works. Right. And I, I and I think that it's a really good looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So I can't say I can't I can't like it's <laughs> it's not lazy writing. I can't. <laughs> Like I can't fault it. The I would way that say that Billy Crudup's character being led down into the cave right up to a facehugger. I would say that that was lazy writing because he just saw David <laughs> talking to a nine foot tall monster that he obviously did not trust him from the start, and he's yeah. just like, 
what are you working on down here? <laughs> what could he possibly, possibly have going working on, on down here? I did feel like that was a little bit of lazy writing. Like, you needed Billy Crudup to go down there. So he fall. I'm like, why is he following him? Yeah. That's well, he I just mean, saw one of the craziest, most weirdest screwed up things. And he's like, I need to follow this guy. Todd, here's the thing. I chalked that, but I chalked that up to just to that point. I chalked that, that up to, um, the, the fact that maybe he's only had newer versions of synthetics. And Dave is like the first generation, oh, and he's more interesting. human. Interesting. And so at that point, like you've got that first law of robotics working in the back of these science fiction. So it's stories. nothing. It, it wouldn't have made. It, it wouldn't it, have it, even it, entered his mind. It doesn't. Like yeah. So he. So he. You know, the synthetics purpose is to try to create a sort of. The, you know. Maybe the overall success of a mission. Right. Right. And David's still working on some sort of. Project, yeah, vague project. (laughs) I completely respect your opinion on that, but at the same time, if I saw a dude talking to a nine foot tall monster that's been eating everybody, (laughs) and he's just like, "No, let me take you down into this basement." I agree with you with creepy eggs, yeah, yeah, and look right into one of them. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I I, I get that was. I don't care who really crude is. I don't think anybody would in that situation. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta. I you mean, need him to though, because if not, the movie pretty much ends right there. Well, but I mean, the movie would have already ended if they had gotten off the spaceship with spacesuits. Yeah. So I mean, like they none of the nobody would have gotten infected. Um, yeah, that's by the, the spores. Is yeah, that yeah. like I there's agree, no? Yeah. So I mean, I think that they, I think that uh, either the crew made a lot of mistakes, or it is just like. Oh man, don't go down there. Yeah. Well, it's listen, like, it is the old horror adage of like, like don't go up the right, stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look behind you. Uh, yeah. Well, that being said though, Todd, what would you give Alien Covenant? Since you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Two so and a half stars. Two and a half stars. Where would you put it? I'd give it a 3 just cuz the execute it, it, it's well directed despite some of the flaws. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um on a on a more action level, things a little bit more satisfying than Prometheus, but mm-hmm. that depends on what kind of movie you want out of it. Right. If you're wanting something closer to Prometheus, you're going to be disappointed. If you actually, if you want something more alien, you're going to be disappointed. It, it, it rides the line like it's strange. It rides this. It rides this weird line. And alien Covenant, a, a movie that's going to disappoint everybody. I am with. <laughs> I am with Gannon. It is also three stars for me. I think if you it's, enjoy it's, Prometheus, mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. I because think the that, stuff that the stuff that yeah. you like out of Prometheus is really good in Covenant. I I I, I agree with you. Um, I wanted to see Prometheus flourish more. The story to flourish. I wanted to see more of that to come to fruition. Unfortunately, that's oh, the way Danny we're not McBride's going. Oh, really good in it, too. Yeah, Danny McBride is good in it. he's finally playing a character that's not just a comedy An idiot. character. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Barry, Professor Barry um, did his did his latest Don't review of Alien Covenant. Three and a half stars. He gave it three and a half stars. Did he really? He liked yeah. it better than us. Did he watch the same movie as us? I don't think he Alien did. Alien Covenant, right? Yeah. Not Aliens. I don't think he did. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Alien Covenant, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on to some more interesting news today. Uh, this evening, as I should say. Uh, let's, uh, let's start off with something that is not... Um, First of all, something Look we're going to... We're all prepared. We have a list of things to talk about this time. First of all... We uh, might actually get through some topics. Next week, we're going to talk about it once everybody has an opportunity to watch it. The premiere of Twin Peaks on uh, Showtime has already Biggest come out. Biggest news of the last week. Yep. it's uh, I, I I have not caught up with it yet. Gannon has. But we will be talking about Twin Peaks, the, the third season, next week right here on the show. So I have friends that don't want it spoiled, so I don't <laughs> yeah, want to say a word yeah. about I it. I hate... When shows are like on stars, I can't watch American Gods. I haven't been able to watch. Uh, I know Twin Peaks, the first whatever that's out now is yeah. free right now on a free trial, but it's like I can't watch the rest of it. Like when, you know, 
make this accessible. Like, I'll pay a dollar each viewing or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can, watch, you can watch it. Yeah, Outcast. I haven't seen Outcast. You, know you can watch it on Amazon for like a dollar or two dollars per episode. Oh, but that's you not, have that's to have true. Amazon, though. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You, I mean, you, you can go to, you on can a PC go, if you go to Amazon. You, you can just if rent you go it. to Amazon.com and watch the episode. Yeah, watch okay, yeah. uh, maybe that so might be the way to if go. If you ever get stuck and you want to do it legally, you can. All, I think you can also watch. I don't watch them illegally. Good for you. Uh, what about what about? <laughs> but is American Gods on there too? Yeah, because I'm yeah, dying to see that. Yeah. And then and then if you, I mean, and then if you've got Prime or if you, I think that if you <clears> just want to buy it, you can buy a subscription to those shows. Yeah, you can for like twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, or and note to the network and you get everything on Stars. I mean, they're making a. Strong case for cord. <laughs> Sorry, they're making a strong case for cord cutting because cable is not offering any of this crap. Is are basic. You, I'm a cord cutter. Are you? I, I want to be. Yeah, I'm a cord cutter. I am. Paying too much for cable. At, yeah, at the I tell store you. Right now. All right, listen. That's not true. We have some very. We have some interesting news. We um, only have. 15 minutes uh, we, A lot of people, uh, there's a lot of uh, interesting things going on. We had a, 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 some people pass away. Let's talk about the big one uh, that's in the room. Um, Zack Snyder has stepped away from Justice League uh, in lieu of the, uh, of the death of his daughter. Uh, she was 18? I think. 18 years old. She, uh, she committed suicide. Um, it, it's sad, very sad news. Zach you Snyder. know what's really sad is that there's actually a sect of fanboys that are actually like, har- not harassing him, but they're, they're saying they're, stupid they're stuff. They're driving his name Internet? in the dirt because no. they don't like his movies. Yeah, I know. I'm like, this it's is stupid. not the time. It's not, that's stupid. Back off oh, of him. Yeah, really? stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really I, I've seen some Okay, him. not only him, Kevin McGuire. No way. A yes. writer on Justice League actually yes. made comments about it. Yeah, that really? wasn't good. I was so disappointed. See, and you know what? You know wow. what else? Kevin McGuire didn't even read the whole story. Yeah, he just saw the yeah. headline of him stepping down, yeah. so he didn't even bother to read the whole story. Right. I think what's what's sad he didn't do is the responsible due diligence of actually reading read this, into the story yeah, before agreed. he decided to circulate and make himself look like a jerk. Yeah, and I tell you what, it is sad for Zach. And this happened back in March, by the way. Um, yeah, so he's actually been soldiering through it for the last two months. Yeah. Yeah, and which um, I gotta give the guy mad respect. Yeah, for sure, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I, I tell cannot you, imagine if I lost anybody, if I'd still want to be working. Yeah, especially on something like it's a movie. It it it's not going to kill you to not do the movie. Right, exactly. He was still doing the he was movie. Still doing I don't the care flip. what anybody says about what he does. Yeah, um, I gotta give the man mad respect. Very much so. Uh, Zack Snyder finally, I guess it has taken a toll on him. He stepped back, and the man who is is stepping into his shoes is the one uh, is is a one who is familiar with this kind of work, it's Joss Whedon. He's stepping in to take over for Zach. I'm sure minor reshoots. I think minor, a tiny right. bit of writing here and yeah, there, yeah, but other than yeah. that, post production. Yeah, Joss, so, I don't know. Some people are taking it to mean that Joss Whedon's directing the movie. Now. I no, no, no. But I the think, movie's done. Like, I it's think in the can. right. I think Joss I is a rough cut. Yeah. Joss like is going to do. Done. Joss is going to do what any good director who steps into something like that is. He's going to do what Zack Snyder's vision was. Or is he's just going to carry it across the finish line? Right, exactly. That's all he's going to do. Um, so it's like a marathon when somebody's falling behind, you pick them up, pick you them carry them through. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, and since we know that Joss is already working alongside DC with the Batgirl, Batgirl movie, so it's he's a, already uh, in the trenches with yeah, all of them. Exactly. What absolutely. I, so I mean, I just, the way that I read it, uh, according to the article um, that I got, was that Zack Snyder was going to have to do some coverage and some reshoots. Right. Which is normal. And, yeah, which is normal. And um, it, I think it was going to be in England. 
Right. And it was like, I can't leave my kids in L.A. Right. To right. go f- for three months to England this summer. It's just it's too hard of a time. Too difficult, for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, I mean, for God's sake, the man's grieving. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Like, the logistics, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. But he's also yeah. grieving. I, I completely agree with I, you. No, I, and I, I think that, I, you know, I just... I. Uh, I can't believe that people are attacking him online about it too. That's well, I you don't like the man's movies, fine, but in a situation like this, is not. Yeah, let him go. Don't attack him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you don't. Why? Wanna, yeah, there's no point. There's there's really no point. Even if it was Michael Bay, man, like that's not that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, like how can how can you not? St- I mean, if you don't like the man's movies, that's fine. That's fine. Or actually, you know what? You're though? probably still not going to like Justice League regardless. M- but maybe you know we what? don't attack the man now. <laughs> maybe. This, but this is the internet. You're going to find every flavor of human reaction. Available. I agree. So the most shocking is going to exist no matter what. It's better to not. I know, but it's better to not shine light or credence on it because it's going to exist no matter what. Maybe, maybe we're shocking and you want to dredge it up and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said that." I believe it. I, you know How what? about we just not talk about those May- people? Maybe what we How should do... How about we do, just allow them to grieve? Maybe I those ding-dongs should just read... Instead of reading the headlines... Those maybe ding-dongs do, exist and Read the stories. Exist. You know what I mean? Read the rest of the stories all. I, that's what I this say. Is, I, you know, I mean, in light of, uh, like, I guess maybe a week or two ago... Yeah. Ethan Van Scrivener caught a lot of flack online because he was he told somebody who was depressed to just go kill themselves. Really? Oh, wow. And yeah. he's a... Wow. Uh, he's the I artist. He this. was the artist for, like, I think... Uh, Darkest Night or Brightest Day or he something. He did Green Lantern's Green Rebirth. Lantern. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, he's a huge... Uh, he's got kind of a big name in the industry to be it, spouting off like Yeah. That. And, uh, he, you know, he's kind of an unpopular guy anyway, just because of the way that some of the things that he says online to begin with. And uh, oh, to, no, to, his credit, to his credit, he came back later... Um, after uh, you know a week of that, and he was just like, "I'm, I'm sorry, guys, sorry." Yeah, and it seemed like a, it seemed like a sincere apo- apology, but I think that like maybe, maybe he found out about what happened with Zack Snyder and was like, and 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 maybe you know I just I think that like if somebody I worked with or somebody that was, you know, close enough to the company like that, sure, you know, what I think is saying is true. I there's, agree. There's going to be jerks that, regardless, whether all stripes, everybody knows that if they're saying something online, they're they're going to know that that. that I mean, that Kevin McGuire thing is uncool, of course. I'm just what saying. I, well, yeah, what I'm saying is, if you're operating on a professional level whatsoever, if you're in the industry, even if you're just an internet columnist or whatever. You got to keep it objective. You can't pull your own opinion into it. It's not right. I think it's okay to criticize Zach because for Kevin McGuire, of all people, yeah. He apologized, but his apology is basically, I didn't read the whole story, which makes him even more irresponsible. Yeah. That he jumped on top of that bandwagon to pile onto this guy, didn't even know the whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man who has a Twitter account and tons of followers should have a little bit more responsibility. Yeah, I, I think if, if Zack Snyder had left because of the pressures of doing Justice League, then we could which have Which some people in, were saying. Which, uh, right, right. Some people were saying. Right, right. But now we know the circumstances behind it, so now we get it. But that's fine. But again, mad respect to the man for trying to, for trying to work through to it. To soldier through it, for sure. he did say, like, I tried to just try to bury myself in the work to see if that would help. And it, it didn't. didn't. Yeah. So mad respect to the man. And to not only that, but to air it out in public. Yeah, yeah. His wife, his wife is producing the movie, too. Yeah, she is. So she's off the project, too. Yeah. Yeah. So big shout-out, Zach, if you're watching and or listening or ever get a chance Much to love, listen. dude. Much love, my friend. Much uh, love. We support you. We keep you in your uh, keep you keep you in our thoughts for sure. Um, so uh, We're going to go to Justice League anyway. No, but we're going to Justice League. We're going to be regardless. thinking about that. You're, you're now I'm buying an extra ticket. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
speaking of those that have uh, that have left us uh, too soon, uh, the the second greatest James Bond has passed away at the at the tender age of eighty nine. Roger Moore uh, is no longer with us. The longest running wait, wait. Bond in history. Yep. Hey, um, excuse me. Yes, sir. Roger Moore. Sir Roger I am he so was, sorry. He was knighted for his humanitarian. Absolutely. To date, the only guy that's been bombed more than anyone else. That's correct, sir. Uh, sir Roger Moore, my second favorite. I know a lot of people in my generation consider him the first favorite. Uh, it I'm, depends on when you... It depends on how old you are, I noticed. Yeah, and you know, that's interesting because, like because I said... Because he was so, my wait, favorite, but your, his your, movies were prevalent in the 80s. Your first is Timothy Dalton. My very... No, no, <laughs> no I'm just, I'm just kidding. Up. George, fir- George my, Lazenby. Yeah, no, my first, because of my father, once again, my father, the reason I am the nerd that I am today is because of my dad. Timothy Dalton was Sean Connery, so I have an affinity for Sean. My second favorite. Oh, is, the the Scottish guy. Yeah, my yeah, the Scottish guy, the guy <laughs> from Wales. Yeah, don't start that. He's you not jerk. from Wales. He is from Wales. He was born. I looked he was it born up. Born in Wales. This, but he's from uh, this anyway. all I listened to last week's podcast. This part sucked back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, first of all, you get the story wrong. He was raised by whales in Scotland. Okay, okay got it. Go. Um, I will say this. Roger Moore was not my second favorite. Sean Connery <laughs> is my second favorite. I have a very unconventional second favorite Bond, and Timothy Dalton is Ugh. my second favorite Bond. <laughs> Don't throw my mic around. What you the were, hell? You were joking, but that's what happened. That's exactly what it is. I, my second favorite Bond is Timothy Dalton, I'm and then so Roger Moore. You who's your Who's your second? So where favorite? does Pierce Brosnan end up on that spectrum? Pierce Brosnan is dead last. Are you kidding me? I do not oh, like Pierce Brosnan as Bond. Wow. Never did. He's dead. I'm not going to get into rating Bonds because that's not what it's about. I, it's not. We're talking about Roger Moore. We're all going to say this. So Roger I mean, Moore is an amazing. But he, you know the rating of Bonds is going to happen. Bond, when he, Bond. Dies. he actually had. Um, I, I'm <laughs> it's be, a kind of a silly thing to say that your second favorite Bond passed away, so you're you know not going to be as sad as when Sean Connery goes. <laughs> like that's that's hey, <laughs> like listen. That's, that's not what I said. I'm but just that's saying. Sort of how well, it, Sean Connery is my it. favorite uh, Forrester. <laughs> <Dog. laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was that, Gannon? Uh, no, um, and I'm paraphrasing like crazy because I remember I can't remember the exact quote, but he was basically saying, you know, to live the rest of your life being known as Bond can't be a bad thing. Something no, like along those no. lines. I can't remember exactly what the line was, but something along those lines. Yeah. Um, that if that's all he's known for the rest of his life, there's nothing wrong with that. He was totally happy with it. Yeah. Because I mean, other than that, what was the only other thing he was big for? It was the Saint, right? The Saint. He was. He was the first. A matter of fact, they wanted to tap. Roger Moore for On Her Majesty's Secret Service, but he was contracted with the Saint. So they couldn't find him, and that's when they got George Lazenby. Uh, that, and then, of course, as we all know, Sean Connery came back for Diamonds Are Forever, and then they finally got Roger Moore for Live and Let Die. Oh, no, excuse me. Yeah, Live and Let Yeah, I think so if I got that. What was the Connery movie from 84? Which one? Uh, That's Never Say Never Again. That was because that was done by Warner Brothers. That's not not official, you know? At one point, it wasn't considered official. Technically, it is officially canon because it was a sue job uh, from the writer's standpoint because they, they said that the writers of Never Say Never Again said that their story was the story of Thunderball which was stolen by MGM apparently no, so it was a writer's thing so it's a little complicated so it's a little complicated it is in all the box sets yeah it is Never Say Never Again I think is great so regardless but I will say this 
Roger Moore is responsible for some of the greatest. Uh, a View greatest to a Kill is one of my favorite Bond movies. Still, A View to a Kill is great. My favorite, my favorite Roger Moore Bond film is a, The Spy Who Loved Me. I love that movie. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, but I can't stand that song. That movie. Oh, stop it! That's Carly Simon. Are you nuts? It's Carly Simon, and there's nothing wrong with it. But uh, I heard it so much as a kid that when I hear it, I just I, it, cri- it oh, quiet! I'm gonna throw my mic at your head. <laughs> I love that song. Anyway, uh, that uh, he, he would. It's a great song. So you hear it like every day. So, almost. so uh, that was that was a great one. Octopussy is another great. Hey, can movie. you say can Octopussy you say on the pod? I have said I have said it already. You and you said it again. Uh, so that's another octopussy. great one. I'd like to make calamari and, out of that octopus. And last but not least, <laughs> Roger Moore. Not Roger Moore headline. has another yeah. great Bond film, and that will always be for your eyes only. That was another great one. <laughs> so. This this picture of this octopus he is for your for eyes, your eyes only. for your eyes. Only. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are idiots. It's, it's, Why isn't you you guys? He said it. I just laughed. Spy sexting. So Roger Moore, sir, you shall be missed. Uh, you are Lazenby's uh, dead too, right? La- Lazen- no, Lazenby, I believe, is still alive. So right. So at this, as of right now, mm-hmm. we've lost a bond already. Yeah. So we That's have. Not we have. Con- yeah. So. Roger Moore, you will be part of our childhoods. Sean forever. Connery, hold it together for us. Yeah, hold it together for us, pal. Matter of fact, the only I know you're tired, but hold it together. I, all I know is is that before Connery goes, I don't want him to play Bond. What I want him to do, The Rock Two, no Zardoz Two, stop it, Zardoz Two, I same want, costume. I, he is for he me to be in another Indiana Jones movie. Connery is <laughs> the <laughs> Jimmy Connery is the Wait, ultimate Zardoz? Bond, and before Two. Connery passes oh away, goodness, yes. Connery should play the ultimate Bond villain. That's my dream. No. Yeah. No, he shouldn't. No. That's like way that. too... But, oh, but then they go with that lame-ass Bond trope that Bond is a title, and then he is the original. He's in the chair. He's like, well, money, Penny. <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear that... Uh, He's like Dr. Claw in Inspector Gadget. There was something... He's got the cat in his hand. They said that there was something that there was... That Skyfall is that. Like... Roger, yeah, isn't yeah, that the yeah. thing where they say that Daniel Craig is technically the son of Sean Connery because Skyfall is in Scotland and they are? It's technically I, a title. I never heard Craig. that. That oh, might yeah. be fanboy speculation. That's crazy. At best. That's crazy. Anyway, also, Max, well, Max Lannis actually had the best idea to tie it all together. Oh, I read about where there that. was like an attack on MI6. Right. And then as Daniel Craig's trying to figure, yeah, out that's what we're. He catches up to him, and it turns out to be the pass bonds. That's what. That's what. That's what I was saying. Is yeah. that yeah. fan thing? Yeah. Which actually, is interesting, but it wouldn't be a good movie. Yes, it would. I would. I, I would know. love that oh, well, movie. Well, like I you said, grown. What's your What's your comment? I was going to say that Brian Revel says what's up. Brian Revel of Enjoy Comics. Of Enjoy if you Com- got time, what's up? Check out one of their hundred thousand Kickstarters going on for the. Those guys are. Get crazy prolific en- with the local comics. Enjoy comics, Big Island, brah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> anyway. Wow, yeah. oh, don't yeah. ever do that. Roger again. Moore, sir, you shall be missed. Um, also, someone that has absolutely, uh, someone who also passed away this week, Very, uh, you only know her because of her work in a great film called Clerks. Lisa Spoonauer passed away. Not sure what, what she passed away from. I don't know if they've released that information, but they she passed away not. on Saturday. Lisa Spoonauer is from Clerks. She's... Uh, uh, she was very funny in it, by the way. Um, did, the, she, did she have sex with a dead guy? <laughs> yeah. She was the one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yep. she Caitlin is the one. Caitlin Bree. Matter of fact, um, Kevin Smith was reminiscing about meeting her and where they found her. And they yeah, met he in, told a story about how he pitched it to her. It's in like, a I want parking you to be, lot. 
you want to be in a movie? She's like, as long as, long as, as, long as, as not porn. porn. <laughs> so and then like, apparently she read it. She's like, it reads. Everybody talks like it's a porn, but it's funny. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, it's really cool. So, Lisa, uh, you shall. She was be only forty four. She was crazy. So, if you uh, ever want to watch, uh, if you want to watch a great flick with Lisa Spoonar in it, check out Clerks. And last, That's, to be fair, I think it's yeah, the only one. It's but. the only one. Last but not least, someone who has nothing to do with nerd culture per se, but still passed away. Um, is Chris Cornell from Soundgarden? That was really he did a Bond film. He did. He uh, did. Song. He did the song. He so did. That um, does kind of count. He did um, day not not die another day. Um, he did the one for uh, Quantum of Solace. What was the the other Bond? No, film? no, it was Quantum of Solace. Was it Quantum of Solace? It was Quantum of Solace. You're right. It's Quantum of Solace. So Chris Cornell passed away. He also uh, they saying that it was an apparent suicide for him as well. Um, well, there's a lot of talk about whatever prescription drugs. He's, I can't remember the name of it, but he was on some kind of prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just out, finished out a Soundgarden. Yes, Adavan, I think, mm-hmm. and he just finished a Soundgarden show th- that same night. That's insane. Yeah. There's actually a recording of that show online. Wow. Somewhere. Hey, I'm sure on YouTube. Listen, Facebook Live. I hope you guys don't mind. We're gonna go a little long if that's okay, Swan. I hope that's okay. That's, we, we should take a break. Uh, when it, well, we, <laughs> I, I, I want to power through. The ladies don't mind when we go long. Okay, good. Well, I want to power through a couple more of these stories before we get out of here. What are, what's our time at right now? We're at, we're, at five, we're at 56 right now. Holy crap. Okay, I have some edits to make up to this. <laughs> 56 Thanks a lot. Jimmy. Right now, sorry. Uh, we gotta, we're going to power through some stuff here really quick. First off, let's talk about this. It looks like Universal has made it official. They we are officially. It are, was always official. I think they only like released a photo and announced right. their plans for the next no, two. Gannon, I right. know that you weren't really looking forward to this. You don't Not at all. The at all. Universal all. has really? announced the Dark Universe, which is the monster. It doesn't look that great, and it, it doesn't sound that great either. Well, here's the thing: they've already gotten Johnny fair. Depp on board to be the Invisible Man. Javier Bardem <laughs> is going to be Frankenstein. Did they when get I, Jason Momoa to be the creature from the Black Lagoon? No. When I first no. saw, when I then first I saw the it. commercial for Mummy, I was like, "Wow, this looks great." Mm-hmm. And now that I've been waiting for it, and then I've watched the commercial a couple more times, I'm just like, I don't even care about this movie. Anymore. Well, doc, well, <laughs> listen, Doctor Jekyll, Ross, Ro- uh, yeah, Russell that Cole also was not yeah. exciting Dr. to me. Jekyll. That also was like, I'm starting to groan at this I, stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, Tom Cruise is going to be. He's going to be the Depp descendant. Is the Invisible Man. Yep. Uh, uh, Javier Bardem is the I'm is the Frankenstein, groaning. and then wait, who knows? This mummy might bring back Brendan Fraser. Tom Cruise. That's the only way <laughs> they I'd go keep check saying that he's yeah. Brendan Fraser. Holly Shore comes back. I think that Tom Cruise is going to be. I think Tom Cruise is going to be the descendant of Dracula. So, I heard that already. So I think that's, that should be that's also not interesting to me. I, I, I don't know. I, I like it. Universal really? needs to get into the game I somehow. I feel like if you're going to do this Universal Monster crossover, if you're not doing it better than Monster Squad, why bother? Whoa, yeah. whoa. That's a good point. Monster Squad Quite is Quite frankly, classic. Monster Squad is a high bar to reach if you're going to cross over all these characters. I agree again mm-hmm. on this. Because that was like that movie actually balanced them all. It actually mm-hmm. had a good reason that they were all together in one film. It prioritized them to very do well. giant mega blockbuster horror films in general. Don't usually work. Right. And yeah. shared universe with dark tones doesn't necessarily do well. Lately. Shared universe is fine. I think you can pull. There's too much shared universe. But like big mega budget blockbuster type of films, like for a horror film, they almost never work. Like nothing can be World War Z. Even World War Z wasn't that I, great. I tell you what, though, I am a huge fan of the old universe. Yeah, Monster David movies, guys. Yeah, but great. So, that's the only reason I want to see that stupid movie. <laughs> movie. I don't want to see World War Z two, but David Fincher doing it, it's like, Argh! yeah, it's true. It's a good point. Damn there. it! But I tell you Got what, me. Universal Bob's Monster movies be are beloved worldwide. They're they they reason that they 
are timeless is because of the stories and how well they are. The trailer told. announcement for it was just nothing but clips from the old films. It was fantastic. Exactly. Fantastic! Which I it just makes love. you reminisce about those no, films. Oh, this, I dude. love those Which movies. Which one was your favorite? My favorite uh, monster movie. Yeah, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, Creature I, from the Black. Lagoon. I have to tell you something. I am a huge fan of Creature from the Black Lagoon. There is that no doubt was about done that. So well, it was so fun. Suit. It was so scary um, when I was younger. It was great. My other favorite one, I have to tell you, is. Um, the Wolfman, I think that's great, and I also think that that uh, Bride of Frankenstein is fantastic because what everyone should go back and watch the Bride of Frankenstein. It is the freakiest and weirdest movie, the Frankenstein movie you will ever see because it almost has nothing to do with Frankenstein. It's, now let me ask it's you this, awesome. G, this whole dark universe thing. Is I Frankenstein a part of that or no? Uh, no. Uh, no. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right I now, as of right now, the only movie that's officially canon is Tom the, Cruise's The, the Mummy. Mummy. Anything right. else after that is different. And by the so way, basically, The Mummy is Iron Man. The next. <laughs> <laughs> the next. It really is. Like it's the start it's of all true. this. The next movie on the docket for the Dark Universe is The Bride of Frankenstein. Ironically really? enough, originally Dracula Untold was supposed to be the first film. I think was their intention, but then that movie tanked. So they're just like, you know what? Never mind. By the way if no one if that is true Gannon I have to tell you if you have not seen Dracula Untold do not miss out on that movie it is very good uh, that is that really is, I, I liked it it didn't do very well I've never heard anybody you've say never it. seen it no I want to do yourself a favor sit down it's an hour and a half it is better than you would ever expect it better to be better than Bram Stoker's Dracula I have to, I'm going to tell you something the different different tone no, it doesn't get totally that different far, tone but it's actually worth watching Dracula un, Dracula is good that Dracula Untold is good never would have thought I yep go watch Honestly, it it's worth I, watching it's dude I had movie. to I was just like you I had to be forced to watch it so I was shocked Utterly shocked. The last Dracula film I ever saw that I even remotely liked was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's, I think of course. I saw Dracula, what was it, 2000? Dra- back Ugh. in the 90s. Oof. Mm. Oh, I watched yeah. it for about a half an no, hour no, no. and gave up on you, it. You, 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 forgot to, you, forgot to, you forgot to mention. It's I won't not count called, Blade Trinity because that Dracula sucks. It's not, <laughs> it's not Dracula 2000. I'm sorry. It's Wes Craven Presents. Dracula 2000. Remember? Well, that's the only way you're going to sell it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, by the way, Blade Trinity, underrated Blade movie. It's a lot of fun. Oh my! What? Anyway, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're only saying that because anyway. Triple H is in no, there. No, that I, sucks. It is. It is for all intents and purposes. Is that the first appearance of Deadpool? That technically yeah, right. Technically it is the it is. first appearance of Deadpool. That is very true. Ryan Reynolds was very true. It's very. I think it's. I think Blade Trinity is underrated. It's terrible. It is not your typical Blade, no, Blade movie. Two is it's the not best dark. Dude, it is the most phoned-in Wesley Snipes performance in all of them. I'm not. Because he already knew He's he was the worst going to jail. Thing in it. Any performance where you can wear sunglasses is like that's phoned in anyway. So I know I I agree with you. What I'm saying is though, Jessica Biel, um, Ryan Reynolds were very good, and a Dominic Purcell, who is not the greatest actor of all time, was good as no, Dracula. He was not. Uh, he was. De- he was. De- hey, listen, not good. I He's a great heat that. wave though. He's decent. Yeah, he is. As Dracula. I really enjoyed Blade Trinity for what it was, and because it, it was very different, so I liked it. Anyway, Blade different you mean crappy? Yeah. Cool. Hey, hey, it's it's underrated. Well, Blade Two is the best of all. Of them. <laughs> Bla- well, I don't know. Blade so we got uh, we got anyway, uh, Dark Crystal. Move, dark, dark. Speaking of dark universes, Netflix announced out of freaking nowhere that Netflix is is doing a Dark Crystal prequel. 
Okay. With Jim Henson's company. With the with Jim Henson's no, company. It's be puppets now, not CGI. It is insane. Jim Henson's involved. There ain't no CGI. Yeah, Jim yeah, Henson yeah. does not do uh, does not do CGI. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite amazing. There to might me. be CGI augmented. Well, now sequences. that's not as true anymore that Jim Henson's not around. Now that it's the company in name only as Jim Henson, yep. it's more about the licensed properties than it is about the puppeteer. Yeah, I mean, they, they did that Turtles movie, and it was all CG. I tell you what. I no, am, the Turtles movie that they were involved with was actually the greatest Turtles movie. Of I, I, can't even, I can't even. I can't even. But he's also confusing the audiences, so <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> I can't even describe to you how crazy and how cool it is that Netflix would even attempt to do a, a Dark Crystal series. I think it's very cool. I'm interested in looking so, forward to it. They did Stranger Things. They care about the Dark Crystal. But I mean, out of our demographic, is, Dark wants. Crystal is so. And I hate to say this because it's not true, but essentially, it's 2017. The Dark Crystal is so obscure at this point. Not really, in my opinion. I, how it's many, right. It's on the back of your tongue, right after Labyrinth, when yeah, you're talking about Jim Henson yeah. feature length films. Right, but wouldn't you think that that would come the series first? If anything, they're going well, to do a sequel to it. But they've what's cast, confusing? They what's, confusing they what's, cast, they announced that they cast what's confusing about the Dark? I'm sure there's a story to be told there. Dark Crystal. If, is it a series or what? Yeah. But um, it's like, is it so? It's how the Skeksims and the Mystics become separate beings, right? Right. Is it? I Apparently, mean, I'm, I'm just asking. It's a prequel series right. about the Skeksis. Right, yeah. Yeah, Skeksis. Yeah. And uh, I, those, I, t- to this day, I don't care who you are, the Skeksis are frightening. And they uh, were very freaky. In, in Dark Crystal, they true. were terrifying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but end, so were the Gelflings. But at the, <laughs> true. At the end, yeah, they were just They just look like Mary-Kate <laughs> and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> but made of felt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but once you get to the end of Dark Crystal, the yeah. Skeks, you can't rewatch them and have the Skeksis be as terrifying anymore once you get to the end of the movie. And I think maybe that's why I think maybe that's why they're going the prequel route instead of the sequel route because that does make sense. At the end of Dark Crystal, there's no way that you would look at the Skeksis the same. Yeah. So if you build you them think, up as these dark think, creatures, then yeah, it works. Do you think that if you say Skeks like Three times in a row, people think it's a dirty word. Skeksis, <laughs> stop it. Well, I <laughs> like anyway, All I like, know is no, this. like skeks, skeks, skeks. All, all I know. I'm is just, this. you know, oh, I mean, it's a prequel series, so there's that thing. I was like, oh, Prometheus again. Yeah, we have to explain <laughs> our villain to you, mind. and now it's not as scary anymore. And then there's going to be another sequel series to try and go back to the basics. And, and just, that is what was most terrifying, is you didn't know anything about them as you were learning yeah, about them in the movie. I would rather them do a sequel series, you know, like pick up however many years later it is and stuff Add like that. Add some new dark magic somewhere. All, all I know is is this. Netflix. Prequel series are a mixed bag, man. I haven't seen anybody pull it off well yet. Netflix is legitimately becoming their own network. And they're coming out. They're with, doing better than Hollywood right now. Yep. It, they just got they just got banned at uh, the Cannes Film Festival. Well, they got booed at the uh, Cannes Film Festival. Will Smith defended you know them of all people. And, and let me tell you why. No, they, but they got they actually got banned because they hired they, his son. Like they're not yep. going to be under consideration, for right? Any other because films. what happened was is that they were doing the premiere for Okja, the new film by Park, um, uh, the guy who did uh, Old Boy, yeah. and it's a it's a series that's coming with Jake Gyllenhaal and such. They got booed by a bunch of snooty French critics because they didn't. <laughs> all pro- critics are. So Snooty okay. French critics. Okay. So are we. Yeah, it's true. Yep. But no, but these guys, because they were... Chocolate bleu. They, yeah. Essentially, they were pissed off that Netflix didn't... It wasn't the time-honored code of premiering the film in cinemas. They, It's Netflix was, was, do, was being a di- disruptive business to cinemas and doing it online. Well, they probably feel like Netflix is driving Hollywood out of business. Good. 
Good. And Hollywood is driving Hollywood out. That's exactly I my agree point. With you on there. If you're finding better programming or better films that are being released exclusively on Netflix, yeah. I mean, like I was saying, I watched 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. I had more of a reaction out of that than I've seen in almost any Hollywood film. And let me tell you something. You know why Netflix- it's, it's more daring and is actually trying to tell you something interesting. Can I can I tell you why the majority of stuff on Netflix works? You know why? Because all Netflix does is go here. Here's a bunch of creative people that want to put something together. We're not going to stand in your way to make what your vision is. So they are making even even the crappy Adam Sandler stuff. They are not standing in the way. They know what people like. They are letting the the, the directors and the writers be and they're creative. They're paying these people. They're paying them well, well, oh, yeah, and well. they are letting Dave them Chappelle be creative. Got paid, what fifty million dollars yeah. for two specials? It's insane. That's ridiculous. It's insane. They're letting people be sketch, creative, sketch, sketch. and yeah. this is what is happening. Netflix is becoming its own network, and for uh, for what I tell you, what they're doing a great job. Keep it up, guys. Uh, Netflix June is going to be really good. There's a whole bunch of new premieres in June as well, so we'll talk about that later. Head Shot's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. The new, um, yeah. 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 Iko Ue movie? Yeah. From yeah. The Raid? Yep. I've been dying to see that. Yeah. I I love The Raid. Great movie. And The Raid 2 is actually good, too. Uh, anyway. We're not getting a Raid 3. I know. It's kind of a bummer. Gareth Evans came out and said, is it Evans or Edwards? Always <laughs> it's, it, no, up. it's Gareth Evans. It's Evans. He said that he doesn't feel like there needs to be a third one. I'm like, what? His own Die Hard oh, trilogy. man. There needs to be Damn a third you. one. Damn you, Gareth. It sets up a third I one. I know. Jerk! Is he the guy that's doing the third Star Wars? No, uh, no, no, no. That's uh, that's um. Now you got Colin Trevorrow. Co- no, yeah, Colin, Colin Trevorrow is doing. I, the I think Star you're Wars. doing the, the guy who directed Rogue One. That was um, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. I always get those two mixed up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's because they're both British. Yeah, they are. And oh, wait, no, named, Edwards isn't. No, no, British. Gareth. They're both named Gareth. Gareth, Gareth Edwards well, isn't Brit. Get isn't. English. See, we're already mixing them up in yeah. the middle of the conversation. Go by Gary, one All of you. Right. All right, listen. All right. Um, last but not oh, – by the way, something I didn't mention, speaking of uh, online and streaming, we were talking about Bond earlier. They have uh, – Hulu has the latest Bond documentary. I'm sorry I should have mentioned it while we were talking about Roger Moore, but Becoming, Becoming Bond, Bond is a new documentary about George Lazenby, George Lazenby's experience as Bond. So you may want to watch it if you're interested. It looks really good. It's nice to the guy, for the guy to finally get some due diligence. I agree. all these documentaries just really focus on like the marquee guys that everybody uh-huh. really likes. Yep. He only ever had one, so he doesn't have the fanfare that the other two guys got. And I thought he was good. It's kind of like cool him. that he's, getting, he's finally getting his, his spotlight. Yeah. He's the only guy that went heads up with Telly Savalas. Yeah. So uh, who loves you, baby? Anyway, uh, moving on. Want to let you guys know that Sony is hitting back hard with more Spider-Man universe stuff. That's right. And Sony- it's not connected to Spider-Man in the Marvel That's films. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I swear, like Sony, yeah. like they learn, they learn their lesson. They take their lickings. They're like, all right, Marvel, come help us out. Yeah. yeah. They're like, now let's do all the stuff we're thinking about doing anyway. anyway this right. is going to be the Catwoman of yeah. Spider-Man movies. Well, let me tell you something. They convinced a very heavy hitter in the in the acting business, Tom Hardy, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not heard, is Venom. And it has not. I'm just wondering how they're going to reconcile that story. It's a Venom in the Spider-Man universe, but there's no Spider-Man. Right. Don't know. Or they if there is a Spider-Man, it's not Tom Holland. If if I was Sony and if I was going to do a the smart thing, Garfield? no, I would I would bring in Miles Morales. 
Miles uh, Morales? I, he, here's so that actually would over. be the smartest way to do it. Can I, I think that if they had Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, and they're fighting Venom, I think that that would be like the wait, way G's that... Wait, shaking his head. What how, is the G? I have no idea. I, I think that Spider-Man is not going to be in the equation. You know who I think is going to... But then how do you bypass Spider-Man? <laughs> Spider-Man is a very big part of Venom's Spider- origin. Yeah, that's oh, the way hey, that, that's the way that Venom gets together, the, the spider attribute. How much you want to bet? Why does the Venom symbiote make himself look like Spider-Man's suit? How much you want to <laughs> bet that we are going to get a Venom versus Carnage thing and but not a Spider-Man you, thing? How much but again, you, you have to yeah, reconcile how he gets to that Spider-Man. point without they, Spider-Man uh, the equation. You know, you know that they're going to retcon everything about Venom because this has nothing to do with Marvel. It has nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, they're but, not going to write out Spider-Man. There's a spider on his chest. That's what Gannon was saying. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, I, I I just want to know how they're going to reconcile the Spider-Man character in this. The movie. fact that you're justifying this coming from I a man who's pissed that Fox. I think doesn't they're smart enough because they've shown they're smart enough, like you said, to join forces with Marvel. They're being a little full of themselves. With pe- people still want the Venom movie regardless, so of course that's the first thing that works so well in the third Grace. Spider-Man but, movie. Yeah, Topher Grace is well, terrible. Well, I think oh that I think that Topher Grace would have been better if they didn't have Sandman in that movie. I don't they think would have so. Had I think all. he would have been a, he he has, as Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock. He Eddie Brock needs to be physically larger yeah, than Eddie Brock. Than is pretty t- big, brooding. Tom Hardy's five ten, but he's a wider frame. I believe yeah. him as a brute more than Topher Grace as a skinny little. It's just the way, it's just the way you buy it. If you don't believe that, Todd, watch Bronson with Tom Hardy. It's amazing. I don't know if you yeah, can make a good Ma- tough. Okay, no, if mean, you can make Michael Keaton Batman, it's all about execution. Yeah, it's all about execution. Yeah. So for Grace's Venom did not work out the way they did it. So we could have, but, okay. you know, if that's not to say somebody with a, with a skillful eye couldn't find a way to make it happen. All right, so if you're, I don't ga- think him as an actor could handle Eddie Brock. He, like, based on what I saw, dude. no. But so with your guys' go with theory, Grace anyway. If your guys' theory holds with this Venom thing, it's not a theory. Spider Man's going to be in it. No, no. If you if he is, it's not going to be. It's not going to be Tom Holland. Okay. What? No. No. Oh, that's why we were trying to say. You that's what I mean, I mean, they're so going to do. If, they'll, they'll they'll cast somebody as Miles Morales. Or maybe right. maybe we'll get a Ben Riley. Maybe do if, the Clone series. Mm. Yeah. Maybe yeah, there's the Ben Riley Spider Man. Right. You just but, get a guy that kind of looks like Tom Holland. But the fact, that, <laughs> the fact that they would <laughs> they'll get Andrew Garfield. The fact that they would specifically <laughs> they bring Wire back. The fact that that they would notate and specifically say this is not connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a bad mistake. Right, they really yeah. shouldn't do it. So, but I think they might have to be contractually obligated to do that because doing anything on their end of the spectrum, Marvel has to kind of shoulder some of the responsibility of like, all right, now we have to factor in these characters in our films at some point. You know what I mean? Some, I so mean, that I could have something to do with it. And and then like they might lose the option if they don't do. A I got Spider it. film. And I then. I got it. I have it. Progressive Hollywood. What's the one thing we could do with Venom and have it connected? To the to the Spider Man that we know, and it's not Spider Man at all. Spider Gwen. Shut up. <laughs> get out. Just shut the hell up. Just get I'm out. Just shut saying. the hell up. Progressive Hollywood. Okay, although if they did want to sell tickets, that would legit, blow it out of the water. Yeah, that would be something oh, Sony should do. <laughs> no, but I mean to be completely honest with you, though, after I don't have silk. after Wonder Woman comes out, 
Yeah. And I'm I got a funny you. feeling it's going to do well. Every yep. studio is going to be like, all right, we need to get our female characters out there. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's so, going to happen. Sony only has access well, to Spider Gwen. So. Thor's abroad now. <laughs> Thor is abroad. We know <laughs> that. He's off in England and stuff. That, That's what you meant, courtesy right? Courtesy of James Silvani. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm telling you right now, if, if Wonder Woman goes the way it's supposed to, it's it's Spider Gwen is reviews a real are overwhelmingly good yeah. so far. Yeah. The, the the I mean they can't really go into details, but I I have yet to see somebody saying oh yeah. It's, ugh. By the way, the Nerd Watch will not be doing the premiere for Wonder Woman. Unfortunately, I couldn't. We couldn't come we'll to be terms. There. We'll That's be there. That's sexist. We couldn't come to terms with uh, consolidate on that. Oh wow, he's just going to air it out uh, on record. I'm just, huh? All I'm going to say is this: uh, if you guys making want to, friends, if you guys want to voice friends. your opinions and let the them know, consolidated thing was like a Sony Marvel type. <laughs> of no, no, no. All I'm saying is, no, is that you know, if you guys want us to do those things, you know, let them know about it. We'd love to do them at consolidated with uh, for you guys. It's exclusively right now at Mymo Megaplex. So for those of you that live on Maui and want us to do some stuff at the Consolidated Theaters, we'd love to do it. We like the guys at Consolidated. We love them. And, you know, we just love to be able to work it out in the near future. With that sure. said, we'll still be there. Yeah, we'll still be there, though, for sure. So uh, We're Tom, Hardy, you stuff. Tom Hardy as Venom is going to be a thing. Boo. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, I like that thought. Last but not least, we're going to move on to videos and games. Uh, because so I wanted, no no videos and games okay. because this week we had a big we got a big uh, DVD Blu-ray release and Gannon rightly enough purchased it and what a window this had the smallest release window I've ever heard of Logan is currently now on Blu-ray it's, it came out March 10th it is only May 22nd as of today twenty uh, second right yeah twenty third twenty third twenty third May 23rd. That is two, that is that is a little more than two. That's a little more, little little less than three months. So it's got a very small window. Logan is out on Blu-ray and DVD today. Which, if pick you it pick up. it up at Target, it's yes. the book edition, which has got some lovely photographs in yes. in a beautiful black and white. Which means that the noir edition is in there. The noir edition is in there. Uh, and if I you, haven't watched it yet, but so, based on the photos in the book, it's right. it looks gorgeous in black and white. So if you don't know what noir means, it means black and white. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it means. I think it just means black. Barry, Barry Worst is rolling over in his grave right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. What's yeah, strange yeah, about this is that, that it says Logan Noir, but there's a trademark next to Noir because apparently you could trademark just the word Noir, but not Logan. They did not trademark, trademark Logan, Logan. There. It's <laughs> very interesting. That's weird. Uh, so because there's an airport called so Logan. So pick it up. Logan, the greatest, probably the greatest X-Men movie to date. Without a doubt. Oh, hell no. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> hey. Or just do what G does. Do a digital download. Lo- Logan is a great movie, and I consider it probably one of the greatest X-Men uh, movies great. to date. Great. Uh. <laughs> once the clone Alika, kicks in, like I'm not really your big. I mean, I know that. I just bought it, but once the clone kicks in, I'm not a huge fan. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the, watch the comments. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, Logan, currently on Blu-ray and DVD as we speak. Also, today... You got your copy. You can pick it up right there. Gannon did. Get out. No, no, no. Keep watching. (laughs) It's the movie. Get out. Jordan Peele's directorial debut, a shockingly good directorial debut. You say shockingly like you expected it to be bad. I expected Get Out to be a mediocre horror film, and I was completely floored by what it was. Uh, So Get Out, if you have not seen it, I had a lot of prejudgments about it. According to this, the well, I took the cigar off, the the best reviewed movie of 2017, but it didn't say so far because it's only May. (laughs) It's only May. uh, 
Yeah. It has one of those certified fresh from Rotten Tomatoes sticker on it. Yeah, that, that tells it, you right you, away that a lot of snobs loved it. If you have not seen Get Out, it's better than anyone had expected. And, a lot of those French movies. And critics. because of that, Jordan Peele has got some more direct. Uh, they actually just announced stuff. this follow up, but I didn't yeah. read the. I, uh, I didn't read. Did you know that Jordan Peele? Up, <laughs> Jordan Peele was tapped, and he had to had to turn it down. He was tapped to do the live action Akira movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, pretty crazy. He, he actually made a statement about that where the reason why he turned it down is that he's in a position now where he can create original content. So he'd rather focus on that. Which, I mean, hell, you don't see anybody else saying that. Do you that. know yeah. who's doing the Akira thing then? Uh, don't know as of yet. The only reason why. The guy made Ghost in the Shell. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's, oh. <laughs> Whatever, man. Well, I, mean, that, I almost had. I had a Kira starting Jonah Hill. I had, a, yeah, but you liked Ghost in the Shell. Whoa, G. whoa! I had. I almost had a physical you reaction. Ghost in the Shell apologist. Oh gosh, I know you, you read my. You, were, you, you reviewed read my it review, well. didn't? Yeah, you, you reviewed it well. I review, I didn't review it, it well. Back, no. What I said was is that there were a lot of good ideas in the film in Ghost in the Shell. I You're re- like my mm, love, manja manja. <laughs> no, 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 no. I gave it two and a half stars. I didn't think it was that great, but what I will say is the fact that it drove. On yeah, too long, yeah. but there is a potential for that film, as when it hits video, to be a cult classic. I I believe. It. I still want to see it. I'm interested in seeing it. I don't believe it's a bad movie. I just didn't want to support it's it with not, my money. The problem is, it's not bad. It's just okay. That's the problem with the film. It's Regardless just, of anything, yeah, yeah, it's just okay, and that's the biggest problem. With I the didn't film. feel. I mean, usually, if, if I like a film, it means I want to see it again later. Right, absolutely. But I, I don't even think if it was on cable, I'd, I'd sit through it again. Absolutely. It's, absolutely. it's not bad for the first view, but I don't think I'd watch it again. Yeah, I, I, I'm a complete and utter agreement with you. And, what, and you know, it's weird because it wasn't forgettable. I still can remember a lot of the visuals. Yes, it, it, it looked fantastic. It again, I'm not really motivated to. Freaking Rupert Sanders, that jerk. Anyway, moving I would, on. I wouldn't blame him. Uh, well. It's not something he created from the ground up. Right, right, right. It's all the whitewashing. Anyway, Ugh. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's bring that up. Let's again. bring that yeah. up again, right? Yeah, go ahead, G. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, I don't want to talk about last it. Last but not least, on the video releases, uh, exclusively to digital, you guys can pick up the Lego Batman movie right now. That is currently available to those that enjoy that movie. Uh, by the way, Lame. I watched it again, and it's not good. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> It's yeah, just see, not. and when I the first time I yeah. see a movie, I'm under the spell usually. Yeah. So there's it's, a, a lot of that going for it, and I didn't even like it then, which is hard to do for a first time for me seeing a comic movie. It's not good, and so I've, I'm afraid to watch it a second time because I'm afraid I won't even like it the second Jeez, time. Being the Batman Zach fan, and my son, my son joke. had a coherent criticism of it, which is like the first cue. And I'm like, my, a seven-year-old can see what's wrong with this movie. Being being the Batman fan that I am, I know I'm going to buy it anyway, but. Thinking about it since I've seen it, I'm just like, it just mocks the character and the world yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. I think that's where I had a problem with I it. didn't have... It's not having the fun way they played with the character. The, the way they played the Joker it. was very mocking. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I didn't like the Joker. Like, I, why is Joker and Batman friends? I hated, it's like, I it's hated like the that. Scream or the scary movie Tell version me you of hate Batman. Me. What my, Tell me you hate lots me. Lots of bad jokes. My biggest problem with the Lego Batman movie was, or not even a problem, but my biggest, my, the, my favorite thing about it was Will Arnett, who I thought was very funny in the film. What I didn't like was is that we didn't, we didn't have to force this thing uh, uh, down everyone's throat about 
the whole family issue. I didn't understand. I know it's a family movie. I get that. It would be more about thwarting. Well, see, that was that's like a normal movie threat. That's not the problem. It's I had in with almost it. every kids' movie ever. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. It's in, like, I don't mind that. It's in the what Minions I'm, movie. For no, God's I don't mind that at all. What I'm saying is, is that I didn't. What I didn't want is I didn't. It, there was no need to do that because the relationship between Batman and Robin would have been the one that that should have been. Uh, the one to focus on, but it just seemed like they were forcing it more than anything else. Bringing in Barbara and how bringing Batman in Alfred, and how Batman needs a family. And right, I just thought well, that was, look, that you, was cheap. you need something. You need like that kind of crap to congeal. You know, you have like thirty different characters of every type. Yeah, on I every guess. Side you of know what you else need... sucked about that movie? Everything. Batgirl being his love interest <laughs> in yet another animated Batman film. Oh, that was gross. Right. And yeah. the other, by the way, <clears throat> speaking of that, the other thing that was Granted, irritating... Granted, doesn't get to ridiculous lengths like Killing Joke did, but I, I still don't like that. Is it just me or the fact that Bruce Wayne was fawning all over Barbara Gordon, which would never happen, really, to be honest? It happened in Killing Joke. Well, okay. You can't um, never. I'm hoping this to God that a, when uh, Joss Whedon makes his Batgirl movie, he's not going to look like, you know, I should do that, too. Yeah, I'm hoping Joss Whedon has enough sense in his head to not have Ben Affleck no, make out with Batgirl. I think Joss Whedon is going to write in the death of Robin with that. She's broke up about her boyfriend dying. I hope so. And then eventually it's going to be revealed that her boyfriend right. that died but it just, is the Robin that, that was killed by the Joker. Well, here's the Jared thing. The Lego Batman thing is that they they just... I mean, like, they were really force-feeding the whole adopting thing with Robin and the whole... I was like... Why, why do why well, let's just focus on the the fun of the adventure and the fun of the relationship? Yeah, but if you, I mean, if you if you if you like, I mean, if you oh whoa, this will be on the show. Yes, it will be. I mean, if you I mean, if you get I mean, if you get into you know the the dynamic between the characters, I mean, I think that there's a lot of silliness at work with the Lego uh, the original Lego movie I for mean, sure, and, and then the whole like family thing that happened with. Will Ferrell outside of that Lego town, like that's just something that's kind of, um, uh, you know, internal to that franchise. So I okay, mean, so you're saying know. that that's 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 the makeup of the franchise. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you. Oh, that I, makes sense. And that I think that sense. that's what. The Lika was trying to say, but it's too. still it's a just bad like movie, the, though. Yeah, it's a no, Lego it's movie. You're not expecting anything deep, but people go in there with a preconceived notion of what should and shouldn't be in there because it's Batman. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah, and I, it was. Am I the only one that thought it was weird that every that all the other Justice League members thought that Batman was a freak? No. Well, I mean, no. That's that still, kind of that's an that's exaggerated consistent. version of what the Justice League thinks of him. Yeah, I mean, they uh, think that. I mean, I, I think that the, he wouldn't be in the Justice League if he was. He's that such an anomaly. Freaky. He's a human without powers. Yeah. Of course, everybody. It's going to feel weird about him being there. Right. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, the Batman movie was okay. I mean, for sure. Um, you know who the loved Lego it was Shane O'Shaughnessy. He loves everything goofy about Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He loves all the 66. Which movies. I appreciate. Like, I yeah. I love the TV show. I love the 66 movie. It was great. Yeah. I, like, I'm totally down with that. I remember you earnestly wanted- watching as a kid and... You know, like Kevin Smith said in an interview, when you're watching the original 66 Batman, it wasn't campy. It was serious. You really yeah. wanted to, you know, you were in suspense with Adam West and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's how I watched it as a kid with my dad would, you know, I would watch the original Star Trek, the original Batman yeah. and um, yeah, absolutely. and Speed Racer and, and earnestly watch those things and be engrossed in it. For sure. Or talking about the 60s properties. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, uh, speaking since we're on the subject of DC, the final the, the final subject for tonight and w- is of course 
Injustice 2, which hit consoles this week. Uh, this oh, excuse me, last week. I had an opportunity to pick it up myself. Injustice 2 is amazingly good for a fighting game. The story so far, because I haven't finished it, is actually a lot of fun. Yeah, as uh, long as you're a character with good range. I really liked rock. it. And then, hey, Todd, why don't you wait, because we're almost done. Two seconds. All right, Todd sit down. looks like he's been waiting for the I know, hour. he has been. Just wait. Um, we're almost done. Todd, why don't you just, just yourself wait. in the rest of the class yeah, yeah. and go uh, Open bathroom. the bottle up, and then you can go in there. Anyway, no, really quick. I already did. So, Injustice 2, <laughs> uh, we're talking about. You got to finish the campaign. Was it the story, enjoyable? The story, yeah. Story is excellent. Story mode, yeah. Story mode is excellent. By the way, the setup for Injustice 2, if you want to know, is really simple. Joker gas Superman, and Joker uh, killed Lois, was it? And yes. then And then Superman, in turn, Joker. kills the Joker. So he's well, a different that's Superman. Supergirl is a bigger part of the storyline. Oh, yeah, she is. She is, for sure. So, But anyway, we'll just start off with that. If you have not played it yet, if you like fighting games... It's really good. The, the The gear system is a lot of fun. It's a lot of grinding, but still very fun. And the graphics are phenomenal. So it looks it's really good, It's a really too. great looking game. It's a fantastic looking game. And I really enjoy it. And I'm, not, and I'm not a big fighting game fan, but I think everybody is drawn well. The story just keep The story moves, man. It just jumps from one chapter to the next, and it's like, ooh. And it kind of keeps you invested, because yeah. there's different modes you can play, like the multiverse. And, yeah. The know, multiverse thing is really cool, too. You can play against other guys online and stuff like that. Outfitting the characters really fun. So there's a lot of longevity there's a lot of stars do you give it if I were to give it a star rating, I haven't finished it yet, so I, it wouldn't be fair. But you if never, I did... You never finish games. Yeah, I, I, it's true. I don't. Shut up, Todd. Uh, I'd give it four well, stars. I mean, it's a fighting game. It's a fighting game. Yeah, it's mean? true. Like, it's a good point. Yeah, so if you haven't picked it up, Injustice 2 is worth every single penny. You will love it. It's a lot of fun. If you're a DC fan it. and you like fighting games, then it's your cup of tea. Oh, yeah, if, for sure. If you're not big on those characters... The cutscene animations and like the special moves, especially Swamp Things ones, like... There's a lot of detail in it, and it's specific to what character you're playing as and against. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of fun little things to. I was also. I didn't know it. this, but apparently yeah. the gear also affects how you fight too. Right. Right. Yeah, I gear, didn't realize that, that that it was that deep. Yeah. The gear affects that it how you fight. Can change the way you fight. And the gear, ironically enough, from what my understanding is, from what I've read, because I haven't gone into it enough, is is that the gear that you are allocated goes to each one, each hero's weakness. So for someone like the Flash who's super fast, will get something that brings up his strength or his or something to that effect. Which I, I thought so was far, cool. all I got all I got was a chess piece for him. Oh, you did. Okay. That's all I got for so, him so far. I'm very. I'm, all I'm going to tell you is this: Injustice Two is mu- is way better than Injustice One. It's got a role playing. Yeah, I like that. I like it. System. There's a la- there's something that it's very lasting. Yeah, it's going to have an, a lasting appeal, I believe. So I think I think almost everybody that makes a fighting game tries to keep coming up with different concepts to keep you playing yeah. because after a while you you do lose interest. Yeah, and uh, you have to and. Uh, the only there's only one thing that I wish that this one did that I would love to have seen is that I wish they had a tag mode in the in it where you could play. You know what's weird? The mobile version of the game has that. Yes, yeah, I was about to say that. Yes, the mobile version of the game you could tag up to two other people. Please. I, so I was like, what? Yeah. Why, why can you do that in like the phone version of the game, but not in the actual version? Uh, please. But then again, for all we know, they might add that mode later. I hope so. Nether Realms, if you're watching on Facebook Live or and or listening, tag please. mode, please, for the love of God. I want the Watchmen characters in the game. Yeah, that, I can't wait. There's I, been a big rumor uh, about that one. So, no, that's very cool. Gee. Yes, sir. Before the show started, and that was a long time we were Yeah, waiting. yeah, almost yeah, an hour and a half. I and Collector J were outside talking. We were just talking about like the weakest special moves. Which character you believe has like the worst one? For me, it's Batman. 
I don't know. I'm I'm really because he's Batman, but only because you want him to have a cooler one. Yeah, but I like the whole the Michael one. Keaton thing. He's yeah. a, the like, st- that was cool. I think st- as a starter character, Batman's pretty cool. Right now, I'm still learning the moves. I think that I like. I I've, I've only been playing the ones that are in the um in the story mode, but I really enjoy watching Swamp Thing. I want to learn his stuff. I want to learn. I want. I played Supergirl. She's good, man. I like Supergirl her. Supergirl's like one of the best characters. Yeah, I like her a lot in the game. I so they put a lot of attention into her. Yeah, they did. So they it did very well. So check it out if you're if you're a gamer. Heck, even if you're not, it's actually enjoyable enough that you can watch all sit through all the cutscenes and you'll get the gist of the story and it's really good. So check it out in Justice Two. All right, well, listen, it's already we're an hour and a half in. Todd's got to pee, so we've got to go. You don't know why that's got to leave. I got to leave for an extra 45 minutes. I almost do because we didn't talk about WWE Backlash, which is a real shame. (laughs) Stop it. We didn't talk about. Whoa, before that. We didn't talk about NXT TakeOver, which was really cool as well this weekend, but we'll get to those oh, later. that main event of TakeOver was great. It was fantastic. So, you guys can talk about it. I'm leaving. Oh, shut up. Anyway, listen, we are out of time, uh, boys and girls, YouTube um, and Akaku. We're out of time. We'll see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about Twin Peaks when everybody has a chance to watch it. Logan, we'll talk about it. I'll probably watch that again. A lot of stuff coming up next week. And as we all know already... Tomorrow, there'll be some really cool news that'll happen, <laughs> and we'll talk about it on As Tuesday. It well, happens we'll be able to talk about the two Spider-Man trailers that dropped today before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We uh, Spider-Man Homecoming got a couple of new trailers. We'll talk about those next week as well. Uh, please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdwatch. Please like the page. You guys can download this I- this uh, this podcast on iTunes and Audioboom. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Nerdwatch Nation. You can follow us on Instagram at the underscore nerdwatch. I'm posting more now which is very cool um, oh, also if you're watching on facebook my band is playing at the dirty monkey on yes uh, may 25th dirty this, monkey this thursday so if you mm. if you want to watch me play music you can do that yeah you can watch if it. you're watching this on a kaku or anything else then don't bother it already <laughs> happened. you know chris dak was actually promoting you guys all over the station tomorrow. oh i'm wow. sure he does he yeah. does well uh listen guys please also uh, uh follow us on patreon or on youtube at, at nerdwatch nation as well and then please if, if you'd like to we are fully fan funded patreon dot com slash the nerd watch <laughs> if you look at our set as you can see we're a fully fan fully funded. fan funded <laughs> so check us out we'll be back next week so for the absent todd for gannon who shows this week at the dirty monkey and then uh right off of front street right on front street if you're in if you're in Mui. then of course the henchman swan and the chairman of the comic report alika and for the cameraman the uh the, the ever present the ever present and always sleepy Kai, the fluffy guy, is uh, we're out of time. Uh, so until next week, <laughs> you ran out of steam halfway to his introduction. Out, much if love. You all see Kai's face right now. It, it makes the whole show. It's work golden. Loud. Peace yeah. out. He kind of looks like Richard Gere from Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, he does. Handsome. All right. Well, oh let me get. Yeah, he does. Let me get this outro so we can get out of here. Peace out. Much love. And most assuredly, always stay nerdy. And until next week, we say to you guys, Aloha. Aloha.